Welcome to Mission in 5, the podcast, where we ask five simple questions to pastors, ministry leaders, church members, and anyone else we can convince into coming on this podcast to learn more about who they are as people and where they see God moving in their community. This is episode number one, our very first inaugural episode. I am your host, Greg Mamula. Today we're speaking with Caleb Lind, the pastor of First Baptist Church of Norfolk. How are you doing, Caleb? Hey, I'm doing great, Greg. Uh, thanks so much for having me. So let's go ahead and dive in. Um, we have five simple questions that we like to ask all of our guests. And so the first question is, who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, that's a great question. It's a, it can be a hard question to answer succinctly, but uh, um, my name is Caleb, and I'm a 33-year-old uh, pastor uh, in uh, Norfolk, Nebraska. And uh, so originally a Kansas boy, uh, but moved up here uh, a little over two years ago uh, to become the pastor of the First Baptist Church here. And I'm a, I'm a husband. I have uh, been married for almost 12 years uh, to a wonderful woman named Kayla. met her in college. And uh, I'm also a father. I have two sons, uh, Hudson, who's almost five, and Warner, who's almost two. We've got some birthdays coming up. And, and uh, so, those, so those are some of the hats that I wear uh, besides being pastor. I, uh, I, I, uh, I'm a person who loves to be active. I love people. And um, so Norfolk's a great community because it's a uh, close-knit. Uh, it's not too small, not too big, and but also provides a lot of opportunities for my family to to be active and to do things together. And and so I guess that that would be uh, a little I am. All right, that sounds great. So question number two, then, how did you get here? How did you become pastor of First Baptist Church of Norfolk? Yeah, well, that's a great question. Well, I, I owe a little bit that of that to you, Greg, for sure. Um, I, uh, I've been serving as a pastor for a number of years, uh, but, but not my uh, previous church, um, I was an associate pastor, I always thought I was going to be in youth ministry, that was the main focus of my, of my previous position, and, uh, but I was, I was at that church, it was outside of Kansas City, serving there for uh, five years, uh, got this kind of uh, experiences and circumstances that, um, that, that I went through there and uh, opportunities that I had to, to be a part of various ministries within the, the church that I was in. And God kind of used all those things uh, to, to turn and change my heart a little bit, to be focused a little bit more on, on, uh, on the ministry within the wider church, uh, not just solely focused on, on youth and students. And, and so, um, you know, during that process, is I was trying to figure out what, what was next uh, ministry-wise. Um, I saw a post that you put on, on our, uh, on our seminary uh, Facebook alumni group and about churches in Nebraska that open, had open positions. And so it's kind of funny because uh, since we were part of, uh, since I was a part of an Amer- American Baptist church, um, my profile and those kinds of things, uh, that's not how uh, I found out about the opportunity in Norfolk, but it was through that, uh, that post that you put Greg on the uh, alumni Facebook group. So, so you get some credit for that at least a little bit. And then from there we, uh, you and I had a, yeah. Well, let's do a shameless plug real quick. Uh, what seminary is that? Uh, that? That would be George W. Truitt uh, Theological Seminary down at Baylor University. So, um, I, you know, it's so funny because we, we didn't go there at the same time uh, when we didn't know each other from there, but, but the Facebook group is, is one of those things that helped connect us. So that, that was a pretty, pretty cool thing, Greg. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so, so it, was, it was through that post. Uh, that you put that uh, I got in contact with the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska, and and from there, um, kind of jumped into the interview process. They were pretty far into the process, but they threw uh, my name into the hat, and uh, we kind of allowed the Lord to lead 
from there. So, but I, 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 I'd be remiss if I didn't say, you know, as, as my wife and I were trying to process um, what was next ministry-wise, uh, so much of what we were thinking about was not just what what's the right church, but um, what's the right community for our family. And, and there were just some desires that, that God had put on our hearts um, for what 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 we felt like was was the right next thing for us, and and so it was it was fascinating. We thought that that would be more inner city. We were feeling a, um, kind of a draw to a little bit more diversity, uh, to being uh, in a place where we're a little bit less insulated to uh, those who are, are hurting and the least of these. And and so we kind of pictured that as being some some inner city somewhere. Um, but it was it was just amazing that as we got to know the church here in Norfolk and the, the community uh, that, that all of the listeners here um, in this mid-sized community in Northeast Nebraska. So, so God certainly, um, he, he made sure that, that all of those things we felt a call to um, were present here in, in this church. And so, so that's, that's a, a roundabout way of, of how we ended up here in Norfolk. All right, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. Let's move on to question number three. Uh, yeah. What moves you? What, what are some of those things that get you all passionate, and what are maybe some hobbies or interests you may have? Music moves me, Greg. Uh, no. uh, well, it does. Uh, my, my, that's right. Um, my, my wife would be embarrassed to, to uh, a lot of people know about my dance moves that I do at home. Uh, I enjoy that, but uh, that's usually privately. But no, what, what moves me? That's, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like, you know, it's certainly been a little bit different depending on where I've been in my life, what season of my life. Um, but I feel like if I were to try to put two things uh, or two answers up to that question, I would say one of the things that is really on my heart right now that, that God uses to, to move me is to see if Christ uh, working together um, and and I, I've grown nominational past as well spotted. I kind of call myself faith in like a mutt because I'm part of uh, a whole bunch of different denominations in my upbringing. Um, and, and so, so I, uh, I love to see um, different churches uh, come together and work together in, 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 in a way that, um, you know, nobody's competing. They were realizing, hey, we're, we're all in this together and we're working towards the same thing. And, and, um, and so, so that's one of those things that has always been on my heart. Uh, but it's like since I've been here in Norfolk that, that God has just really uh, put a burden on there, uh, on my heart um, in order to, to see the, the lo- local church uh, um, cooperation and, and see local churches working together. Um, yeah, that's really good. There's probably a huge need for us right now in, in our country is for, for our churches to work together locally and and. and across the nation. So that's a great calling. What else you got? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, uh, the, the other thing that it kind of is, um, that, that moves me is, um, it's just as, as we, you know, today, uh, being the, the day after Valentine's Day, but also, you know, as, as our, the listeners know about, uh, the, the shooting that happened in Florida, there's, there's just been uh, uh, in my in my mind, my heart, I, kind of on my spiritual radar the last couple of years. It's just the idea of our call as a church to be a peacemaker, and um, you know, it's, we're just surrounded by violence in, in so many different ways, you know, clearly, in that shooting, but also in a world that's just 
uh, fought with regional conflicts and civil wars and, and um, you know, even, even just in the media, the mainstream media, uh, the, the violence that um, is portrayed just in, in entertainment and in entertainment industry and things like that. It, uh, the, I, you know, Greg, I don't know that I could say it moves me because I don't know that I've actually, there's been a lot of movements as far as action in my life, but in my heart, um, there's just this, um, and I just feel like this, this desire that God has just really placed there to, to think more deeply, to learn more, to really begin to explore what it looks like for the church to take that call seriously, uh, to be peacemakers um, in the world, and and what that looks like uh, in the local church context, and what that looks like for me as a pastor. I, I don't have answers, <laughs> so that that's kind of an explanation, exploration I'm on, and I feel like that's one of those things that moves me. Um, and especially just in the, in the context in which we live. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that the Lord will move me more to Austin, um, than he's moved me in my heart right now, but I know that that will be a work in progress. So those are the two, two of the things that I would, I would say move me. Yeah. It's a, it's a difficult, difficult week to be sure as we once again experienced a, a mass shooting and it almost seems to be commonplace in our culture, tragically enough that people are able to. Um, experience those things and then so quickly move on to whatever's next because it's just such a part of our culture. And uh, um, I know many yeah. of my friends are also struggling with this and, and, and wanting to know how to how to respond and how to respond positively and, and be peacemakers um, and, and knowing how to connect their church to that peacemaking process and, and be part of their faith journey. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Question number four, then, is uh, what, what's happening at First Baptist Church in Norfolk? What, what's some ministries that you're involved in in, in that community and in your church that, that you'd like to share with the rest of us? Yeah, I know. That's great. Um, there's a lot happening here. You know, we're, we're, uh, you know I, I don't use the word small because I know sometimes uh, well, church size is certainly relative, um, but we're, we're, I guess, a medium-sized congregation, and, and we have a good number of things going on. I think uh, a few of the things um, that I would highlight, and uh, we've we've got uh, a Lutheran ministry that kind of reaches deeply into our community uh, for for uh, to reach out to children and youth, and and that's uh, from pre K all the way up through twelfth grade, and and um, I would say that's probably one of the most uh, uh, the most important things that we're doing uh, currently um, as a church, and and the the main reason I feel that way is because about ninety percent of the students. Uh, um, are part of this ministry. We have about uh, between 40 and 50 um, pre-K through sixth graders, and, and probably close to 20 or 25 um, junior and senior hires um, that are that are coming and, and are around engaged in these different ministries. So about 90 percent of them have have no affiliation with our congregation outside of this this Wednesday night ministry, and they have no other affiliation with any other church at all. And um, so I kind of refer to these kids as community kids because they just they they come from all corners of the community, uh, most uh, from lower socioeconomic status uh, households, uh, most from um, diverse uh, Norfolk uh but in our little corner of this is and in, in our um, in our Wednesday night ministry, it is and it's really diverse ethnically and racially, and so it's just a re- really unique ministry opportunity for us. Uh, because the, the, we don't we don't know parents or grandparents or aunts and uncles who they live with, and so trying to reach into their families and, and connect with those kids and and um, you know uh, to to show them uh, the, the love of Jesus. Uh, so in that ministry, I, w- I would say is probably the most important thing that we're currently doing uh, right now as a family. 
for this so, to be well, like let me crash. understand this yeah let me just run this back a little bit with you you've got 60 kids basically between k and through 12 60 to 65 students who come to your church on wednesday nights on a regular basis and you provide yeah. some sort of ministry opportunities for them to be engaged with children's ministries and youth ministries is there a uh, meals involved is are there activities like what what's it look like on a Wednesday night with these kids? Yeah, so so that's a great question, Greg. So actually, this year uh, we, we are doing a meal this year, and that's uh, that's been a new thing that started this year. Um, you know, one of the things we've experienced in the last couple of years is as the kids were uh, as the kids were coming, um, probably probably eighty to ninety percent of them hadn't had dinner. Six thirty at night, six thirty to eight, and and so as you're being being having it's hard for them to, to really engage super well, and you know as they as they were wiggling around and hungry, and, and so uh, we had had a lady who just has a huge heart for ministry and for the Lord, and she's stepped up and and um, got some other volunteers to to begin the night with a meal, which has been a huge blessing because it's free to the kids, and um, it's super cheap for adults, and so we encourage our adult leaders to come so they can share. Uh, some some time over the table uh, over dinner with with the the students that they're ministering to uh, after. So we currently do an Awana program uh, for those people who are familiar with that. We kind of bring that to our context because um, a lot of the things that the, the traditional Awana program does don't work for us. Uh, but but we kind of take take what what fits us and, and utilize that, and we use that for the pre K through sixth graders, and then um, some volunteers and I kind of read together the the Wednesday night uh, youth ministry for the junior and senior high. So it's it's been a really neat thing. It's it's a challenge. Really. I'm not going to lie. Um, it challenges our traditional church kind of model of how we minister to families and to kids uh, because we don't know mom or dad or, or what's going on at home and. And uh, it, it, it makes it difficult in many ways, but, but we know that uh, we know that it's worth it, and um, we're just going to continue to to see how we can do it better and better. Wow, that sounds really great. I'm glad you're doing that, and that your church is stepping up and participating in really powerful ways, and especially this person who's providing the meals. This is great. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's you been said you had a couple of ideas here. Yeah, well, you said you had a couple of ministry ideas. Uh, um, what else is going on? Well, yeah, so um, I'm trying to think, you know, um, as, as far as, you know, just church-wise goes, we're, we just kind of finished uh, re- revising and, and editing our Constitution, which kind of seems like, oh, well, what's the big deal with that? Um, and, you know, in certain churches, it's it's not a big deal. But for us, one of the things that we try to do, uh, we just kind of try to bring it a little bit more into the 21st century and some of its language. Um, we didn't change a whole lot of things as far as procurement and structure goes, but one of the things I'm most excited about that we did, Craig, is we created an opportunity uh, to create what we're calling ministry teams. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know about, about you, but as a, as a millennial myself, uh, when I think about serving on a committee, uh, that's that's something that that doesn't uh, light my fire. Um, that does not move me. Um, but when I think about being a part of a team, um, you know, I know some of it's just semantics. Uh, but I, when I think about being a part of a team, that's something that gets me excited yeah. uh, because yeah. even just in that word, there's um, there's a connotation of of togetherness, of community, of of, kind of having shared goals. And, um, and so we created this opportunity to, um, create ministry teams that form around either a specific ministry need, um, or a specific ministry event. And, um, so, so we've got kind of two key teams that have kicked it off, what we're calling ministry, uh, missions and outreach team, uh, that will focus on local and global missions and engaging our church family, um, in, in both areas. 
And, um, and then the other team is what we're calling a children's and family ministry team. You know, we had an old Christian ed board is what, what it was called. And it was, um, and so we kind of tightened that down a little bit to this children's and family ministry team that focuses really narrowly on, on uh, how we minister to kids, but also how we help partner with families uh, because we feel like we can't outsource, um, the spiritual formation of, of kids to them because we feel like the most, uh, the most important uh, role model and spiritual influence of students are their own parents or whoever's at home. So we want to try to do what we can to, to partner with, with parents and families in order so that, so that that spiritual formation and education is going on in the home. Uh, we can do it here, you know, 52 Sundays uh, a year or 35 Wednesday nights a year, whatever it is. Uh, but if it's not being reinforced well at home, uh, then it makes our the challenge of passing on that that faith uh, a little bit more challenging. We feel like so. So those ministry teams. That's something else that's going on here that we're excited about. That we just uh, we just pa- uh, passed that, that constitution this past Sunday, and but we've been working in that direction for about the last six months. All right. So it sounds like there's a lot of transition going on at Nor- uh, First Baptist Norfolk, um, which leads us to our final question, number five. What is next? So what's next with you, maybe personally, maybe professionally? What's next at First Baptist Norfolk? What are some, uh, you know, what's what's in the near future for you guys? Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a great question, Greg. Again, um, um, I, could, I could answer in a variety of ways. I think, so I think when you, when I think about what's next for, uh, for First Baptist Norfolk and for our community, um, and ties back into what um, what I talked about a little bit about what moves to seeing churches work together. Um, our church was a part of uh, the first annual event called, which we call Two Norfolk with Love, and it was an event we we got to twelve churches in the community to participate, and it was a one day event for three hours where we uh, where we gathered Christians from across uh, the city to do different um, service projects around our community, um, things that anybody for uh, people who were a little bit older and were in wheelchairs projects they could do that were to projects where people were on scaffolding painting and doing different things like that and so we had uh, over 12 churches represented uh, close to 100 volunteers after this first annual event that we did last year and and so one of the things that I think is next is we're already um, we're planning 2018's event and we have a goal of 20 churches and 200 volunteers and and so for us you know it's it's um, it's something that our church family has done a great job because they, they were the leaders of it last year and, and did a lot of work in making it happen. But, but this year we had a leadership team that we put together with representatives from three different churches. And, and uh, I think, you know, that's going to be, uh, we, we, we just have a vision for that to be really impactful for our community, not only practically and in, in doing some very practical things to serve organizations and individuals in our, in our community, but also uh, spiritually connecting uh, believers from across different denominational lines and, and helping us to share the love of Christ um, by serving our community and, and by doing it in a way that, you know, we, in, in a unified way, doing that together. So so I'm just really excited for what that will mean for our church and um, for uh, the kingdom of God here in Norfolk, but also for the city as uh, the, as the you know, elected officials and the schools school systems and as people there watch uh, what, what the church can do um, when, when we work together. So I'm, just, I'm really excited for that, Greg. And so thing that I think is next and, and that I'm excited about, um, personally, uh, that's a great question. You know, my, um, 
Um, one of the things is I just feel like I'm, I'm learning how to be a pastor. Um, I, I didn't take all the classes in seminary about, about how to marry and bury and do all those things because I thought I was going to be a youth pastor forever. Um, so uh, so I, I watched YouTube videos on how to baptize people. I mean, I'd seen it before, you know, but I was like, well, where do I put my hand? Where do I do this? Where do I do that? So, but, um, so when I, as I've moved into this role of a pastor of a church, <laughs> I've 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 kind of had to learn a lot of different things on the on the fly. It feels like, and you know, a part of a part of that. Uh, so a part of that for me is is just leadership um, in general, and how how I can shepherd and, and lead this church family well. Um, it's, it's you know I'm, I'm the only staff besides our custodian and um, and our second. And so, how, how do I how do I lead this group of, of people well and and um, encourage people and empower people to, to lead and to, to do different things? And so, so um, so I, I didn't I didn't take a leadership class in undergrad. Undergrad, I'm really excited about is is um, doing some some leadership development with myself and and figuring out how God has as a leader and, and how I can take those gifts and and um, use them to, to lead this church family well and so I've been listening to some some different podcasts um, and I just actually uh, uh, UPS kind of showed up at my uh, house as I was uh, coming back to the building for lunch and uh, so I said I bought um, leadership about it either so. I'm just uh, and excited to to grow in that way and to to see where where God leads um, as far as le- leadership goes. So that's that's one of the things that's next for me. I feel like. All right. Well, it is, you know, and uh, it's great, you know, and uh, as long as I can keep a healthy balance with with work and, and family and. And you know, and all those other things. I just, uh, I'm excited to be where I'm at. And uh, the sisters' family has just been awesome. Uh, they're so great, and they've they've um, they've been so supportive of me, and and want me to to not take too much on my plate. But no, it's it's been good. I'm, uh, I feel like I'm learning. I'm ready to be able to to do what I. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us. Thank you for answering our five simple questions. <laughs> Um, it's been good to talk to you, Caleb, First Baptist Church, Pastor Caleb Lind. Um, and so for all of our listeners out there who maybe want to know a little bit more about maybe some of these children's ministries that you're doing, uh, about how to restructure their churches into teams, maybe how to partner with other congregations in their town to do citywide ministries, or, or even maybe about how you're going about personal development and learning new things and, and focusing on leadership. Um, if they wanted to talk to you about any of those things and, and get a hold of you, how, how might they do that? Yeah, great question. So, um, uh, best way to reach me is follow my email, and that's just my first name, Caleb C A L E B dot my last name Lind L I N D, and that's at outlook dot com. All right, so Caleb dot Lind at outlook dot com. Well, thanks so much for your time, Caleb. Thanks for answering our questions, and I hope you have a great day. All right, you too, Greg. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for listening to this very first episode of Mission in 5, the podcast. Keep checking in, and we're going to be uh, interviewing more and more guests each week. 
and you'll get to learn about their ministry and who they are and what God's doing in their context. Check out the show notes for the links to Caleb Lynn's uh, ministry at First Baptist Church in Norfolk. So you'll be able to check out their church website, the various ministries going on there. You'll also have that link to his email. So if you have questions about his ministry, you can be sure to ask him that way. Also, there'll be links there for the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska. Subscribe to this podcast at Podbean, iTunes, or Google Play. While there, be sure to rate us or give us a good review so we know how you are enjoying the podcast. And then send us some of your ideas of who the types of people you'd like us to interview for future episodes. Feel free to support us by giving through our PayPal link at the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska website. It's simply www.abcnebraska.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.